Blues fans, hey, thanks for joining us to this new episode of This Week in the Blues. I'm your host, Jimbo Big Train Matson with Big Train and the Locomotives. So let's take a look at what happened this week in blues history. Chicago blues guitarist L.C. McKinley was born October 22nd in 1918. He worked with Eddie Boyd and Ernest Cotton, and his major output was as a session musician on recordings made mostly in the 1950s. He also recorded a number of singles on various labels. His best-known tracks include Weeping Willow Blues and Nitwit, whose guitar playing was influenced by T-Bone Walker. Blues and boogie-woogie piano player and singer Speckled Red was born October 23, 1892. Born Rufus George Perryman, he's best noted for his recordings of The Dirty Dozens. Playing at The Dirty Dozens, or putting in the dozens, is a folk game in which two or more participants hurl insults and boasts at one another and are invariably obscene, frequently pornographic, and always aim to disparage an opponent's genealogy. Acoustic blues harmonica player Sonny Terry was born October 24th in 1911. He was noted for the exuberant whoops and hollers he worked into his blues numbers. Born in Greensboro, North Carolina, the Blind Harp Virtuoso first recorded with Piedmont blues star Blind Boy Fuller in 1937, and did much of his best work with longtime partner Brownie McGee, whom he met in 1939. He took his blues into such varying settings as Carnegie Hall, Broadway theater, commercial television, and even classical music. Chicago blues guitarist Jimmy Dawkins was born October 24th in 1936. He was a practitioner of the South Side Sound of Chicago blues, which is considered smoother and somewhat less hard-edged than the South Side style of Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf. Jimmy Dawkins was an unusual kind of bluesman. As a guitarist, he was intense without being dramatic. As a singer, he was expressive without shouting. As a performer, he was, by choice, not much of a showman. R&B singer, songwriter, and pianist Willie Mabin was born October 24, 1925. He moved from Memphis, Tennessee to Chicago in 1942. There he formed the group The Blues Rockers and in 1949 began recording for Aristocrat Records and then Chess Records. His biggest success came in 1952, when his debut solo release, I Don't Know, topped the Billboard R&B chart for eight weeks. It was played on Alan Freed's early radio shows and also sold well to white audiences, crossing over markets at the start of the rock and roll era. Mississippi native Tommy Bankhead was born October 24, 1931. The Delta Blues guitarist and singer played with Holland Wolf, Sonny Boy Williamson, Elmore James, who was his cousin, Joe Willie Wilkins, Robert Nighthawk, and Joe Hill Lewis. In addition to guitar, he sometimes played the bass guitar and harmonica. One of the inventors of rock and roll, Wrecking Crew drummer Earl Palmer, was born October 25th in 1924. Palmer was one of the most prolific studio musicians of all time and played on thousands of recordings, including nearly all of Little Richard's hits, all of Fat Domino's hits, You've Lost That Love and Feeling by the Righteous Brothers, and a long list of classic TV and film soundtracks. According to one obituary, his list of credits read like a who's who of American popular music in the last 60 years. 
Chicago blues pianist Detroit Jr. was born on October 26, 1931. Born in Hayes, Arkansas, as a child, Williams moved around quite a bit as his family relocated from Arkansas to Memphis, then to Pulaski, Illinois, and finally to Flint, Michigan. He started his recording career in 1960 and over the next decade recorded and released several singles and an LP. It was here that he earned the name Detroit Jr. Henry Mule Townsend was born way back in October 27, 1909. This blues singer, guitarist, and pianist was influenced by Roosevelt Sykes and Lonnie Johnson. He was a commanding musician, adept on both piano and guitar. During the 20s and 30s, Townsend was one of the musicians that helped make St. Louis one of the blues centers of America. Townsend arrived in St. Louis when he was around 10 years old, just before the 20s began. And by the end of the 20s, he had landed a record contract with Columbia, cutting several sides of an open-tuning slide guitar for the label. Chicago blues and soul blues guitarist L.V. Banks was born October 28, 1932. Banks was born in Stringtown, Mississippi. He taught himself to play the guitar and fronted a blues band in Greenville, Mississippi. Banks moved to St. Louis, Missouri before he was drafted into the U.S. Army. After his duty was over, in the early 60s, he relocated to Chicago. He played on Maxwell Street and later was a regular fixture over three decades in local clubs, particularly on the South Side. Banks' debut album, Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear, was released in June 1998. Well, Blues fans, we just covered some of the highlights here. Now, if you want to know more about these artists or other things that happened this week in the blues, be sure to follow our social media pages or visit our website at BigTrainBlues.com. We'll have a new episode next week. We'll see you then. <laughs>